some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. And why am I questioning my own mortality? I don't know. Why am I here? Why are you here? We're here because of Disney, motherfuckers. Welcome to Let's Get Down to Birthdays, where I'm (laughs) questioning my life. We're in the middle of an argument, so. I don't don't think so. I don't think it's that important. Oh, my God. But you know what is important? Not my birthday. The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, this is Let's Get Down to Business. We are a Disney podcast. I'm here with my wife, Stephanie. My name is Kevin. We uh, we review Disney movies occasionally with also shorts. And then you guys could hear our thoughts afterwards. Some friendly banter back and forth because, like, that's what we provide. I mean, Stephanie does most of the content because that's what she does. And I just sit here and look pretty. And you guys can, like, do in your mind's eye, like, well, I mean, Izzy, yes, I am. Because you've seen sleeping pictures of me online. And have you heard that voice? I mean, that's just, it's smooth. It's, it's yeah. It's like velvet smooth. It's like John Hamm. I mean, I look better, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, that super, was, super Jack. That was very detailed, babe. Thanks for introducing us in such a <laughs> fine way. Uh, just a side note, since we are such a good podcast with such great sound management, you might hear some howling wind in the background <laughs> because we're in like a like a gale warning or a blizzard warning. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Well, we don't live in a goddamn sound studio, so the, the no. walls aren't padded. Yeah, we have wood floors. Yeah. <laughs> we have wood furniture, so everything. Loud just, animals. Everything just kind of echoes around yeah. and bounces around like it's the Grand Canyon. So. <laughs> so, yeah, if you hear winds and stuff like that in the background, uh, we're working for the Weather Channel now. Or our furnace <laughs> trying really hard to like keep our house warm. Um, yeah, so you talked about we have the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So many adventures. And a short. What's the short? The short is called Glagos Guest. I'm guessing it's pronounced Glagos. How's that spelled? G-L-A-G-O apostrophe S. And guest is spelled G-U-E-S-T. Okay. Just in case. You need to know that. (laughs) It's got a kick-ass poster. It does. And the visuals look great. Yeah. It reminds me of, I don't know how many uh, anime nerds we have out there. Or I guess manga. I mean, this is the internet. so. Uh, But it reminds me of the opening scene of Akira. And you lost me. Damn it! Come on, yeah. Like we're we're uh, Neo Tokyo. I guess I guess it's pre Neo Tokyo, but when the uh, the bomb goes off, yeah, it does remind me of like Hiroshima, mm-hmm. or I mean, it even has kind of a sci fi horror vibe to it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the reason we're talking about the poster is because we can't find this short. Yeah, and that's no joke. She's <laughs> we, actually exhausted all resources, looked all over the internet. I've and, asked like, on no the internet. Luck. Yeah, we, um, we've seen like an eight-second clip yeah. of it with no sound. Which is very intriguing. And stills, but we couldn't find it. And we could probably do a different short, but I was like, no. No, we're sticking to it, man. This is randomized. We're going to talk this about this. There's like a conspiracy. Where Where is the short? Where is it? It's been removed. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Russians. <laughs> it's Jerry Lewis's Nazi flick. So, Glago's <laughs> guest. <laughs> what? Uh, it's a, a clown movie. It's like the sad clown or something like that. What? It's a movie that Jerry Lewis made 
and it was a uh, really controversial back in the day. I don't know if it Jerry ever actually. Jerry Lewis, like the comedian. The comedian, yeah, yep. What? Yeah, the telethon guy. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, this is way, way back in his career. I don't know how early on in his career that it was, but he, yeah, he he made this movie. I, th- I think it was called The Sad Clown, and <laughs> I don't think it ever got released because of all the press that the studio was getting. Wow. So yeah. well, this was released in two thousand eight. Premiered at the An Anaki Anaki. A-N-N-E-C-Y International mm-hmm. Animated Film Festival. It's computer animated. It was in stereoscope 3D. And it was starring your boy. Who? Did you see who it was? Well, I saw the name, but I was like, it can't be the same one. Yeah. I, and I'm, was, I, I'm actually, was. I'm wearing the shirt today. Yeah, Like, and that's, it was totally coincidental. Oh my God. Of, of the macho man Randy Savage elbow dropping Jesus Christ. We will take a picture of that and put it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So it stars Randy Savage. The Randy Savage. Before he died, obviously. Oh, he's dead? Yeah, he's fucking dead. Oh. He's been dead for a while. Drugs? Uh, I mean, I don't think so, but uh-huh. when you're a wrestler and you're living that long, there's things <laughs> when that When you're fail. living that, that life. Yeah. Um, so the when sim- you're living that life. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the synopsis is, uh, Glago's guest follows the intriguing and thought-provoking story of a lonely Russian soldier stationed in a remote Siberian outpost. When the soldier's solitude is interrupted one day by the arrival of a strange new guest named Lars, Glago is jolted out of his uneventful daily routine. Soon, though, he comes to realize that things are not always what they appear to be. Yeah, okay. The guest is an alien. Well, obviously. I'm just going to say do, that now. Do you because, think? Because the eight-second clip that we had, it had this, like, pod. And it looks exactly like arrival. the uh, arrival. Yeah. And arri- maybe, maybe that's what they got it from. No, 2008? No, that's oh, what Arrival got from. Arrival's great. You guys should watch uh, it. Arrival is excellent. I it is legitimately one of the like a baby. best movies I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And she got snubbed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fucking ass. Academy always gets it wrong. Always. <laughs> we'll find out tonight. Is Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is going to get it? Or is Incredibles 2 going to get it? I don't know. It's a Disney podcast, but the Incredibles 2 better not fucking get I it. I know. <laughs> not that it was a bad movie because no, it wasn't. No, it it's was, just I, like I it was told, not a transcendent. I told movie. you last night, The Incredibles two was the movie we've been waiting for since like two thousand. Yeah, for like whenever. fifteen years. Yeah, Spider Man into the Spider Verse was the movie we didn't know that we wanted, but we needed it, and and we got in spades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to Glago's. Jesus guess. Christ, you guys, stay on topic. So. The history of this is that John Lasseter was so impressed by the director, Chris Williams, of the short, that he gave him the job to co-direct Bolt. Okay. Yeah. Could Chris Williams save Bolt? We'll find that out. <laughs> Dozens of episodes later. I'm going to tell you right now. No. Um, it was supposed to open before Bolt, but instead it was replaced with Tokyo Mater. As in like... Toe Mater. Yeah, as I say... From from cars. Yes. All right. Your boy, not your boy. It's nobody's boy. <laughs> well, people, people from Nebraska, probably. Yeah. I I tell myself that he's just fucking trolling all of these fucking idiots, and that makes me I don't feel a little bit better. I think that he's trolling anybody, but he's just he is absolutely playing a he's character. Profiting he's not that guy. Stupidity. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. This is America. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys, that was Glago's guest. Yeah. <laughs> From the stills that we saw, it looks very interesting. Like, I want to see it. Yeah. So if anyone out there knows where we can find it, 
bootlegged or not, if it's on like a Disney collection yeah, somewhere, let us know. Cause Slide into Stephanie's DMs or hit your boy up. Like, yeah. holla. <laughs> message message Kevin on Snapchat. Send him snaps, some boobies. Whoa. 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 That's what Snapchat's for. I guess. For boobies. Wasn't talking about Big Papa Pump, but. What? <laughs> Nothing. You're dropping so many references, I, I can't keep I up. Let's talk about. The many adventures <laughs> of one Winifred the Pooh. Winifred? <laughs> the fuck I don't know. What, yeah, what's Winnie short for? Winston? Right? Winston well, what the Pooh? Is, what's the Pooh? What's a Pooh? Uh, a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm looking at the DVD, or DVD the VHS case. <laughs> the super what, thick Blu-ray. What even is this? And uh, what is this? What? Is that, is that teeth marks? Probably. This was out of the cabinet for one night. Sometimes you need a snack. I think our cat chewed on this VHS case. <laughs> There's like little like it's now it's torn. worthless. Yeah. Did you hear? If you upload your Diamond Collection Disney VHS tapes to eBay, you could they get might fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. They, they, they worth up to fifteen thousand dollars because that's definitely how things work. So stupid. Solid economics, guys. Anyway, uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is our first. Well, not our first, but it's our first in a while package film. Yeah. How long has it been? It's been a while. It, was it Ichabod and Toad the last one? I feel like it was because mm-hmm. it was the last and best. Yes. I think that was kind of like the sticking point for me for a while. So, yeah, this includes three main segments. Um, it was released first on a double bill with The Littlest Horse Thieves. That's, that sounds awesome. I have no idea what that movie is. 22nd full-length animated feature. I have no idea what the budget is. Oh. Yeah. They, they didn't say? No. Well, because no. they gave us like an, an intro uh, before the movie on the VHS of kind of like the the history of Winnie the Pooh and a little bit of the making of yeah. this and how it came to be and the release schedule because they actually released the shorts kind of individually beforehand. Yeah. I think before. And that's why I couldn't To find test it. the waters and kind of introduce Winnie the Pooh to American audiences because he was he had familiarity with European audiences. Yeah, like before. they knew the stories, Americans didn't, so they kind of released the shorts a little bit at a time. But because of that, I don't know what the budget is. Yeah. Because Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree came out in 1966, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day was 1968, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2 was 1974. Yeah. So I don't have like a collective budget on that. Okay. Um, you can't do the maths. Well, I just no, can't I, find I a budget. I'm, I'm messing with you. I can't do math, but I also couldn't find it. Um, so it's she about. Can't do math. I really can't do math. I went to art school. Um, I teach art. So online it says it was 74 minutes. The VHS tape says 83, and I'm wondering if it's because it in- includes the, the nine minute opening, the intro. I'll bet you. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So, like I said, there's three main segments. This was the last film where Walt Disney had any involvement because he worked on Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. Okay. He wanted, like like you said, he wanted to make the full film, but he thought like he would start Americans off slow with some The songs were done by the Sherman Brothers. You might have heard of them. They get paid by the song. They were also in the intro of the VHS tape. So you got to see what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. On this VHS tape. They don't look like BJ Novak and uh, the other actor. I can't remember. What? Was it uh, Saving Mr. Banks? Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. We should, we should watch that. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Should we watch <laughs> it for my birthday? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I wanted to go see How to Train Your Dragons 3, but I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I, like, you say you want to do all these things, I and know. when I ask you what you want to do... Fuck and, birthdays. Yeah. God, I hate yeah. them. 
Uh, no, we went and saw My Favorite Murder. Well, not you. Me and some <laughs> girls, because men don't like My Favorite Murder. That is not true. What? Mm-hmm. I, I told you. I think that they're funny. But they blather on for way too long, like we're doing now. Apparently, your brother won't listen to true crime either, so. Why? I don't well, know. see, no, my thing is. I, don't I went with Kevin's brother's wife, so her <laughs> sister in law. Yeah. Well, see, that's bullshit, though, because I don't need to listen to a lot of that stuff because I fucking researched it all when I was a teenager. Like this. In high school. Path you are. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> don't out me. Don't shame. Do you also hurt animals? I mean, I used to. (laughs) Sometimes you got to set a motherfucker on fire, you know? Oh, my God. I'm joking. joking. Oh, my God. Good God. God. You guys, I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) Or not. I'm the psychopath. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm fucking doing this. Winnie the the Pooh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To stay on topic. So, this VHS... Starts with the preview. Yeah. Kevin, they're finally getting married. Oh, really? They're Who? finally getting Who? married. Is it, is it Jasmine and Aladdin? And, and Aladdin, the fucking Prince of Thieves? Welcome is this the father, the pirate or whatever? Oh, my God. How many times do we have to watch this fucking trailer? Apparently a lot. Every time. Yeah. We're going to watch it, right? And this is like, so that was around 1996. Yeah. This is like the pinnacle of like cool CD-ROM games. Yes. Because every VHS that we've gotten from this time period has featured some sort of, like, CD game that mm-hmm. you can put in your computer. And it's not really a game. It's just a story where you can click around. Yeah. Like, we thought, oh, my God. That was the height of technology. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was. It doesn't get better than this, baby. <laughs> Little did they know, one day you could touch the screen. <laughs> so unsanitary. Oh, my God. So... We have that intro where they talk about the original Winnie the Pooh doll, which is kind of creepy. It's a bear. Yeah, but it just had soulless eyes. I don't okay. Know. They talk about A.A. A. Milne, who's the author, and how the Winnie the Pooh stories were bedtime stories for his son. And then he eventually wrote them down and... Built the universe out of that yeah. with all the characters. They show some of the production, like the art and whatnot, which is pretty cool. If I were a young kid... I would totally fast forward through that part. Yeah? Like, can you imagine well, being yeah, like six so. years old and being like... Information? Fuck that! I just want to get to the movie. Where's my candy, Dad? I hate you! <laughs> this is what I imagine children to be like. I mean, they're probably not that this bad. This is why but. we don't have them. Because Kevin <laughs> would then hurt them and set them on fire. Because he's a psychopath. <laughs> so it starts off... After the intro, we get into the movie. It starts off... It pans around a bookshelf and Pooh is the... Doll, yeah, an updated version of the doll, yeah. to match the cartoon, is in the book on the bookshelf. Um, you hear the theme song that everybody knows because it's so famous. I, I don't know it. You didn't know it? No, I don't know. We it. need the poop. We need yeah, the poop. I could. I couldn't have fucking told you that. I don't know the word. Yeah, see, it's so famous. Everybody knows it. But you know the like the tune. Whatever. Um, we have credits. We pan around the room. It talks about how it's Christopher Robin's bedroom. And then we end up in the hundred acre wood. That's right. It's a lot. It's a lot of acres. I know. Yes. I wish we had a hundred acres. <laughs> We're like ninety eight point one acre away from hundred acres. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go to Mister Sanders's house, which Sweet. is in a tree. Holla at your boy Barry. Who is Mister Sanders? The what ha- What happened? He to loves him? chicken. Where is he? <laughs> and why does Winnie the Pooh live in his house? Did he eat him? Did he light him it's on my fire? My five deal. Here's Winnie the Pooh. What happened to him? So Winnie the Pooh is thinking about something, 
how to get honey, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, he has to do his morning exercises. There's a song about that. <laughs> and he, when he bends over, he like rips a seam. And, and, I, and his insides fall out. And I was like, they're still dolls at this point? Apparently, yeah. Because I thought when they're animated, they just, like, they're animals. Yeah. Like anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, but I mean, fucking tigers can't bounce, so. Tigers can. I'm, I'm just The wonderful you. thing about tiggers, Kevin, is tiggers a wonderful I thing. Feel, I feel like that's a spoiler. You, you might want to wait on that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, well, unlike you, people actually know what Winnie the Pooh is. So. <laughs> anyway, so they're still dolls, which is bizarre to me because he eats honey. So where is this honey going and how is he digesting it? Your suspension of disbelief. Well, no. Maybe he's having a problem with that shit always leaking out. If he puts honey in there, it'll bind everything together and dry up, and then it'll be this stinky, infected, lumbering mess. This sounds like really gross constipation. Yeah. This is real life <laughs> in, the, in the Hundred Acre Wood. real world, jackass. Um, so basically, he, he's out of honey. He needs some honey, so he decides he needs to go to this honey tree. Some honey or a honey? Both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, we pass by Eeyore, and Eeyore is not stuffed with honey or fluff. He's stuffed with sawdust. Oh. And because of this, his tail won't stay on. <laughs> so we have Christopher Robin there helping him with his tail. Mm-hmm. Christopher Robin. Is the kid British? Yeah, I think so. He has a weird accent. I, I, I like assume a, that he's British. It's like a very faint British accent, like... He sounds a lot like Ewan McGregor. No. <laughs> <laughs> like he, like he's trying to do a British accent, but it fades off. Yeah. Or maybe he... could he, just be a really bad actor. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. Maybe a bad British kid. <laughs> yeah. British, actor kid. He's a bad kid. <laughs> oh, I'm bad. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> this British kid has a really bad British accent. It's not very convincing. Yeah. Um... Says the Midwestern American, I don't have an accent. Fix the damn rules. <laughs> oh, oh, Bobby's mom. So, in order to get to the honey tree, <laughs> stop laughing. Stop it. I'm not laughing. Uh huh. You're laughing. In order to get to the honey tree, um, so he there's bees in it. Really, he can't get. Away from the bees. So he decides to roll into some mud and make himself all black. Because he just got done watching The Predator. Because I guess he wants to compete in a Michael Jackson (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, He wants to be a little black rain cloud. He thinks this will trick the bees. That's pretty legit. I think it might be onto something. Yeah. So he borrows a balloon and he floats up to the beehive. And he gets his honey, but, um, like, I don't know if, like, the mud washes off of him or what happens, but the bees chase him. Well, no, you forgot. Like, he puts puts a handful of honey in his mouth with bees all over it, (laughs) and then, like, when he's starting to try and ingest the honey, like, his mouth... Starts, you know, moving in and out like there's stuff banging around in there. And the bees get out. He, he spits them out like uh, watermelon seeds. <laughs> but this reminded me, once the bees were after him, of that horror movie from when I was a kid about Candy the killer Man? bees. Oh. No, those African killer bees where they uh, would I hope chase I don't say it two you, more times, but yeah. Where they would chase you and like get into your house and yeah. infest things. I feel like this was on like a TV, like a daytime TV network. I just remember seeing it as a kid. So anyway, was he done after? Like, like did he get his honey and he was yeah. good, or he just wants more honey all the time? 
No, I mean, he. it's insatiable. He always yeah. wants honey, but... Um, because we end up next at Rabbit's house. House. (laughs) Because it's spelled H-O-W-S-E. Legit. House. House. (laughs) He's a movie connoisseur. And, uh, so Pooh comes over to Rabbit's house. And Rabbit is trying to act like he's not there because... He's a crotchy shithead. He doesn't like Pooh. (laughs) And, uh... Pooh just makes himself welcome, and he eats all the honey. Okay. It's kind of a dick. Yeah. So, he tries to leave through the hole that um, you kind of enter Rabbit's house mm-hmm. in, because he's a rabbit. A rabbit hole, perhaps? Yes. Oh, did it, he, he didn't go down. That's that's what the problem. Yeah. Uh, he has a door. Why did he just use the fucking door? Because, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he gets... He's, he's living dangerously. He gets stuck in the rabbit hole, because he just ate a shit ton of honey. Well, he's, he's fat as fuck, anyway. He is. Um, so they don't really know what to do. They're trying to push him out, and it's not working. Gopher shows up at some point, and he sounds like the beaver from Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. With, like, the whistle. Yep. And uh, he's like, well, I have some dynamite. <laughs> Blow the hole bigger. Um, I fucking love these guys, man. <laughs> uh, Pooh's butt is stuck, so Rabbit is kind of trying to figure out how to make it part of his decor. Yeah. His interior decor. <laughs> so he tries to put, like, a picture frame around it. Um, antlers. Antlers. He tries to make it into a hunting trophy. Puts, like, a shelf underneath it. And just as he figures out how to make it part of the room, tie it all together, um, there's a a kangaroo and a baby kangaroo, and they bring Pooh Bear flowers, and yep. he smells it, and he sneezes. So, Rabbit's shelf decor goes everywhere. <laughs> so, he's still stuck. The sneezing didn't unlodge him. So, basically... Dislodge is what you're looking for. Whatever. <laughs> Words. Uh, basically, they're just waiting for him to get thin again. Okay. They're waiting a long time, because they show, like, nighttime come, and... Yeah. So, there's one night when Gopher arrives, and he has his lunchbox, and uh, Pooh's like, what's in your lunchbox? Got any honey? <laughs> Yeah, one track mind. I think at this point we really need to talk seriously about like sugar addiction. Yeah, like Pooh has a problem. <laughs> like, you guys, you need to talk to your kids about honey. It's a serious <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, th- I think he's a bit of an addict. But it's been long enough now that Pooh can kind of move a little bit. So they unplug him and they pull so hard on him when they try to tug him out that he flies. Off into the distance and right into a honey tree. Oh, weird. Full of honey inside that tree. And uh, that's the first story. Yeah. Is introducing us to Winnie the Pooh's addiction. (laughs) Yeah. It's very dark. So chapter two is the blustery day. And I should point out that in between, and even during the segments, there's like, you can see the book and they kind of flip the pages Mm -hmm. and the book becomes part of the story. Yeah. So, I'm part of the setting. Because you can't start a, a Disney movie without a book. True. Always. <laughs> All stories come from books, Kevin. So, yeah. Now we're on, on the blustery day. Winnie the Pooh and the blustery day. And he is in his thoughtful place. <laughs> I'm asking you because I don't remember. I don't know. You were asleep. He's, he's in You were asleep. No, you I was fun. not. You were. No, I wasn't. You were. Piece of shit. I was about to turn it off. Unbelievable. And uh, someone tells Pooh that it's Wednesday, W-I-N-D-S? Yeah. Because it was really windy. Yeah. Like today. So yeah, so he finds Piglet, and Piglet turns into a kite because the wind just blows him away, and whatever, he like has a string? What was he holding on to? I don't know. Or was it his... It was probably from his, his scarf. scarf. Yeah. yeah, it was a scarf. 
We're doing a great job on this. <laughs> Perfect. Um, he flies past Rabbit's house where he has some currets. Some kyrets. K-I-R-E-T-S. <laughs> and he ends up at Owl's house, which is in a tree and is swaying back and forth because the wind is blowing the tree back and forth. So they hang out at Owl's house and his house gets knocked down from the wind. Now we're back at Pooh's house and it's bedtime for Pooh and he just, he has an intruder. Yeah. Like, call 911 because this fucking animal just broke into his house. It's Tigger. What? It's Tigger, man. <laughs> so Tigger, he's the only one. The wonderful thing about Tigger is, babe, is Tigger's a wonderful thing. God damn it. He's half rubber and half spring <laughs> or something. I don't know. It rhymes. So he's the only one. He's very unique, except that he sees another Tigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a mirror? Yeah. Oh, so weird. There's another one living in that mirror. That becomes a joke throughout the rest of this movie is like they see themselves in the yeah. mirror and think it's like another person. <laughs> They're very smart animals. So Pooh sits down for some honey and uh, yeah, just more honey. You guys, that's it. Just honey. Tigger drops uh, a thought to him about... Heffalumps and Woozles, because he tells him, be careful, because Heffalumps and Woozles love them some honey. <laughs> and Pooh's like, you mean elephants and weasels? No, Heffalumps and Woozles. Duh. Um, so Pooh gets his pop gun out, because he has the right to bear arms. <laughs> and he falls asleep and floats out of his body. Astral projection. It is scary Terry time. <laughs> and, uh, we have the song Heffa Lumps and Woozles. Yeah. Take it away, Kevin. What do you mean, take it away? Tell I don't us, know the fucking song. Tell us about the scene. No, it, it looks like something like exactly out of Dumbo. <laughs> looks like the pink elephants. Yeah. And it is so out of place <laughs> in this entire movie because, like, in, in the other two shorts, and even in this short, there's nothing like this. Like, tone wise, like, it's just. It's yeah. fucking weird. It's a song where they're like plaid and very colorful and polka dotted. Yeah. And it's like an elephant. elephant or a, it's a it's weasel. a creature that continually transforms. Or like an elephant or like a dragon looking thing, a lizard. But then you have like an elephant patterned. Uh, like, like dressed up in a suit jacket. Like a, a hot air balloon. Yeah. Or like they're like inanimate objects, but then they become like... <laughs> Um, like weasels or elephant yeah. form, and they basically just terrorize Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So he has this nightmare. He's got it coming. He eventually wakes up, and uh, the whole house is flooded. And I was wondering who's building these houses because his house is now flooded. Uh, Owl's house had some severe wind damage. They need to contact their contractors and figure out who's building these neighborhoods because this is some shoddy work. <laughs> the corrupt local politicians there's no code yeah so anyway it floods and they go right into another song in which i wrote onto my notepad in all caps stop singing <laughs> jesus christ i just saw mama mia i saw like the dress rehearsal for mama mia yeah. the other night at a small theater and that song is just one song leading into another song leading into two lines of dialogue Leading into another song. Oh, there you go. And I, that's what this reminded Sounds me of. Sounds glorious. I was like, please move the story forward. Stop singing. <laughs> Piglet, his house is flooded too. And he starts to float away. So he writes an SOS to the world. <laughs> and uh, sends that off in a bottle. 
<laughs> so this is where I got it from. Yeah. That son of a bitch. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're throwing a hero party? Yeah. I... I don't know why. I don't know what I wrote down because I wasn't really writing what was happening. Um, I think because they were going to try and rescue Piglet, mm-hmm. and Piglet and Pooh kind of wash up at the same time, and they thought Pooh saved him, so yeah. they're going to throw him a hero party. Sounds legit. And then at the same time, because Owl lost his house, Eeyore is off searching for a house for Owl. He ends up finding a good house, but it turns out that it is Piglet's house. Yeah. Because Piglet has a sign that says W-I-L. Yeah. And Eeyore thought it spelled owl. 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 So. And then it's really sad because Piglet is like, okay, I guess you can have it. Yeah, and then Pooh's like, well, you can live with me. And I, I guess we're doing that. Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Like our... Next, Le- next Le- door neighbors. Living <laughs> partner sucker. <laughs> Part three. Something about Tigger. <laughs> There's a whole thing about Tigger. I can't even tell you what happened. I don't know. Were you asleep? No. What happened? Because I don't know. Uh, Tigger and Rabbit and Piglet go out into the woods. Okay. I can't recall why they were going out there, but Rabbit gets it in his mind that they're going to lose Tigger. They're going to get him lost in the woods <laughs> and leave him to die. And then... <laughs> And then go back so they're going to be rid of him because he's subnoxious to Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a good plan. That, that that essentially happens, and then he Rabbit feels bad. Well, I know they, or no, get, they get lost. They get I lost. Think. Like, Piglet, Rabbit, and Pooh get lost, and they know that because they have found a pit. Yep. They're yeah. all in the pit. They, they, yeah, they all get stuck in at the pit. <laughs> <laughs> and so... They keep circling around different paths, but they always end up at the pit. Yeah. You're in the pit. Yeah. I'm in the pit. <laughs> We're all in the pit. <laughs> and uh, Rabbit's like, you guys stay here. I'm going to go. Yeah. And he says, T-T-F-N, ta-ta for now. No, that's what Tigger says. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, because Tigger finds them. Yes. Eventually. Yeah, he's the one that gets him out of trouble. But but Rabbit did leave them because mm-hmm. he was like, I'm going to go. You guys stay here. Yep. And then Tigger found them. And they had to go find Rabbit again. Correct. Yes. Okay. So that happened. And that was like a really short segment. Like nothing really happened. Well, you forgot about the part where Rue and Tigger get stuck up in the tree. Well, that was what I was going to say next. But you stole the wind out of my sails. That's right. You don't Um, have any sails. What if I just talk like Eeyore for the rest of the podcast? Well, you can do that. That's fine. Didn't, um, who's the brother in Everyone Loves Raymond? Uh, Brad Garrett. Didn't he take over for the voice of Eeyore at some point? Probably. Yeah. That seems like a good fit. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. Uh, because the next part, part I four. I can't do a good Brad Garrett. I'm yeah. Sorry. Is uh, Winter and Rue. Kanga is the mom. Mm-hmm. Rue is the little one. So Tigger and Rue are bouncing because that's what they do. You're damn right. And they bounce up into a tree. But first they come across Rabbit who's ice skating. <laughs> yeah. And Rabbit's like, oh, fuck. Like, not him. And tries to get away. And I wrote down, am I starting to sympathize with Rabbit? Of course you are, because you're old. Because <laughs> I'm a curmudgeon. Um, but yeah, so they bounce around. They end up in that tree. And uh, Pooh, meanwhile, is at the bottom of the tree. Yeah. Going in circles around it, because he's tracking these footsteps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there like that. We're going to walk away from uh-huh. this. Um. 
And eventually Christopher Robin shows up. That poor kid has to come save these creatures all the time. Well, that's kind of a good thing because it's an escape for him anyway. True. So you want it to be an adventure. I mean, they're his responsibility. Exactly. Animals in peril. He had to help, like, Piglet when he got flooded, Mm -hmm. and now he's helping them here. Or he helped Pooh with the the beehive in the beginning. Yeah. So now he's helping Tigger and Kanga get down from the tree. Uh, Roo. Kanga Thank you. is down, doing Rick. that work. Yeah, she's the mom that's, like, doing a good job not freaking out at the bottom. Um, but, yeah, they end up bringing, like, a sheet, kind of like back in the old day when you'd see, like, firefighters mm-hmm. in movies or And it totally works. It won't break. They're I like, mean, jump. Yeah. So, Rue jumps. <laughs> jump, jump, fucker. <laughs> Rue's fine. He makes it down. But Tigger is really nervous. He's yeah. scared. So, the narrator is telling us, and... Tigger's like, who are you? And he's like, well, I'm the narrator. And he's like, oh, can you help me down? And the narrator's like, sure. And so you see, like, it zooms out to the book page of the illustration of Tigger in the in the tree. And the book turns sideways so that Tigger can climb down. And then they tilt the book, and he slides down the edge of the paragraphs yeah. back to the ground. So he bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Yeah. It is. Uh, that was it. Because now it's time for Christopher Robin to go to school. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's this very, like, poignant, poign, poign, po- poignant, 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 poignant. Uh, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm surprised I made it through the word soldier earlier because that's one word that always trips me up. <laughs> Shoulder, sh- soldier. Anyway, poignant moment at the end. With Pooh and Christopher Robin just kind of taking a walk mm-hmm. and talking about life, stuff. life, yeah, 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 some deep. Will you come shit. back to see me? Of course I will, Pooh. I won't forget you. Yeah, yeah, I'll always be here. It's very, it's very nice. Warms my cold heart. Yeah, he's like something about a hundred years. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. The reception. It's inspired many TV shows, books, and a ride, shockingly, That at we Disney. did not ride. Yeah. Because Kevin didn't want to do another darkroom ride. <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, Leonard Malton called the original Pooh featurettes gems. He also noted that the artwork resembles the book illustrations and that the particular length of these featurettes meant that the filmmakers didn't have to compress or protract their script. Mm-hmm. Ruth Hill... Vigors. Uh, however, when writing in a critical history of children's literature in the 1960s, mentioned that Disney's Winnie the Pooh, along with several other Disney adaptations, uh, that they have destroyed the integrity of the original books. How? Like, I, I will never understand why somebody will say that a thing that was made after the fact that is completely separate from the source material ruins the other thing. You can just not watch the fucking movie if that's the case. Like me in the first four Harry Potter movies. Yeah, like it's... <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is standalone. This is a different thing. Yeah. Like... Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was going to say, like, the only way that, that uh, is even comparable is if you're talking about, uh, like, a, a band, like, getting big and changing and then being ruined. I was going to say, the original shit is always going to be the original like shit. Like George R.R. R. Martin, where he writes a book series and then the show comes out 
And then he hasn't finished it yet, so then he's, like, influenced on the way he finishes the series. But that doesn't affect the original stuff. No. And that's, not, that's what I'm saying. And I have not read of Games of Thrones, so I'm not making a statement uh, on a it. A Song of Ice and Fire, babe. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I'll listen to it on audio. Uh-huh. Anyway, last review that we have is that it has a 100%. Out of 12, 12 reviews on Rotten Tomato. But as I notated, does this even matter? It anyway? does not even matter. That is a, such a small sample. I know. Anyway, I'm yeah. first. Oh, sweet. I know. Kevin. What? Winnie the Pooh. The many adventures. So, so many, many. So many. Three of them, to be specific. There is a fourth one, but it's not... Obviously, it came out later. Yeah. Not to be on that. Okay. So, I went into this. So, this is 75% of the adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. (laughs) You could say that. I went into this being like, I fucking hate Winnie the Pooh. I don't want to watch this movie. (laughs) I I just don't like it. Yeah. I hate Piglet so much. Because is Piglet a kid? Is he an old man? Why is he so afraid of everything? And that's coming from me, who is afraid of everything. I have anxiety. So much self-loathing. Piglet makes me so mad. <laughs> anyway. Look in my world, baby. What is he wearing? Is he wearing a bathing? Like, what the fuck is Piglet? I don't know. It's a onesie. Piglet makes me mad. Anyway, this movie. I really liked a lot, actually. Like, as, fu- as much as we make fun of, like, Disney movies starting with a book, mm-hmm. I really liked how the book was a character of its own in this. I liked that you would flip pages to get to the next scene, or it would zoom out so you could see the characters interact with the page. Um, I liked the narrator. However, I don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't like Winnie the Pooh. He is just so boring. Like, it's one of those things where I feel like, I don't want to say nothing happens, because obviously, like, like you know, he went and got honey and got stuck in a tree, or they went on, quote-unquote, adventures. But it's so, like, minimal. Ugh. It's not that nothing happened. It's just nothing important happens. Yeah. It's like, I think Miyazaki is, like, amazing at doing this, mm-hmm. because he has so much, like, character development that happens over nothingness happening. Mm-hmm. But this is just like, it's so boring. It's meant for little kids. You can tell it's meant for little kids. It's so safe and soft and non-threatening and boring. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, who was a fucking idiot? And I know like producer Matt, he's not our producer, but that's just his name on Twitter was like, you guys should read the Tao Poo because it breaks down each character into like a, a different personality type. Yeah. Like, uh, like Pooh is an idiot, but sometimes he has these like real gems or Piglet embodies anxiety. I, no, I don't care. You're, you're thinking into it too much. It's just a children's book and a children's movie and it's fucking boring. <laughs> Stop trying to find stuff in it. It just, it's face value. It is what it is. Anyway, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, it's hilarious hearing you say that about, you know, some Disney movies because you do that shit all the time. Yeah, I went to art school long enough uh, to hear people BS through their art and be like, oh, it's so fucking deep and philosophical. This is what it says to me. No, you're fucking high and you're trying to get a good grade. Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Anyway, Kevin. Um, You loved it and I hate you. No. No, I did not love it. Uh, I'll echo you saying that it was boring because it absolutely was boring. Um, I don't really like... 
any of the characters, uh, aside from maybe Christopher Robin, I guess. He's with, adorable. With, with the little that you see of him. I guess the biggest thing is, and it's and it's like you said, this is made specifically for children, and and more so than other Disney movies that we've seen, because at least with some of that stuff, you can get inside jokes or things that can be taken any number of ways. With this, it's very straightforward. It's very simple. Like the word that I would use to describe it is wholesome. It's wholesome. It's for kids specifically. And, and like you said, it's just, it's simple. There's not a lot that happens. I thought it was boring as fuck. So boring. Uh, the, the songs, I, I thought the Heffalumps segment was real good. That's, I know. I that's, did, that's easy. That is easily the best part of the movie. I wrote down more of this, please. Yeah. Which is funny because it's not even like anything like the rest of it. And I mean what I said. It was so different from everything else and it just stuck out. Like, it was just funny as clever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, just to see the rest of it, I think Tigger is very obnoxious. Um, and not in an endearing way because at the beginning, there is a scene where they show the, the voice actor and you get to see him doing the voice. And I just think like, I hate you. Yes, yes. <laughs> because like, when, when you're ever around, like, bro, you're not Maurice LaMarche. Like, I don't know. Yeah, just overall, it it wasn't my cup of tea. I can see why kids or people with um, just a very very childish, wholesome sense of humor could enjoy it, and that's fine. It's not for me. It's not for me at all. I thought it was very boring. And there, I feel like wholesome isn't necessarily a bad thing because no, watched, I'm not. I'm not saying it's no, bad. no, no, no. I'm just saying like we've watched things that are wholesome. Or adorable, like even some of the shorts that we've seen, yeah. and it's like, and, and like you said, the uh, the closing scene with just Pooh and Christopher Robin when he's going back to school, it really, like, it really, like that's that like bring a tear to your that eye type the of stuff. Best part. It was very heartfelt. Like that was that was great. Yeah, but yeah, there's not there's not enough of that. Yeah, I, I think it needed more of that throughout, and um, it just there's no, it didn't evoke anything in me. And I like child stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I work with kids, and I am at the age now where things make me cry yeah. easier, and none of that happened. Yeah, and I'm not one of those people who, like, I'm not, I'm not going to piss and moan about how old I am, because I'm only 35, but when since since I did get over it, like, you do get more emotional about stuff for whatever reason, <laughs> whether it's hormones or whatever, but yeah, even this, this didn't really evoke anything like that out of me it, and it's possible to do with that type of subject matter yeah so i mean you sing remember me to a little girl with the guitar and shit i'm like oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah let's look at our ranking yeah uh, <clears throat> this would be the 28th movie that we're ranking well it's the 30 bros i know that's exciting we're kind of getting near, like, over the hump where we're going to start getting really close to, like, yeah, Little Mermaid. The shit that y'all Aladdin. know. Yeah, when you guys will actually start listening yeah. to the podcast. You probably won't. <laughs> I might just put it after Saludos and before Song of the South. You think so? Yeah. I just, it's not my thing. I didn't like it. I didn't want to watch it. I hated watching it while we were watching it. Yeah. I don't want to watch it again. I don't like the characters. I'd never have liked Winnie the Pooh. I'm curious because Christopher Robin is now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I might watch that. But as a whole, I just, I've never liked Winnie the Pooh. I just don't, I don't like idiots. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, that would put it 25th. Yeah. Ahead of Song of the South because it was not as bad as racism. <laughs> yeah. 
25th. Yeah. And I'm thinking, eh, along the same wavelengths, I'd probably put it uh, just behind Melody Time. Uh, so mine and ahead of Song of the South. So it would be number 23 for me. And my bottom eh, four or five being Song of the South, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Alice in Wonderland, because it does fucking suck, Make Mine Music, and Saludos Amigos. God, Alice in Wonderland is the worst. That's yeah, pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell, tell anyone. Like, if someone is posting about, like, Alice in Wonderland on Twitter, I, I just comment, it's the worst. Yeah. Like, I won't hold back. I just hate it so much. Oh, man. Let's see about the business for next time. Let's see. We have the Rescuers! Not Down Under. Just the regular oh. one. I know. I say, is that bad? Uh, I think Rescuers Down Under is the better one. Well, you can't say that now. What the I fuck can't. is wrong with you? Well, what if I like the Rescue? Like, what if I watch it and end up liking it? Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. So we're going to watch the Rescuers next week, and our short is going to be Wild Waves. Which hopefully we can find online somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully it hasn't been, like, decommissioned Scrubbed or freaking... from yeah. the internet. I'm telling you, it's the Russians. I, I guess. Yeah. Interfering with our elections. <laughs> Interfering yeah. with our shorts. Our shorts. With our Disney podcast. They're targeting us. I'm telling you. All right, you guys. Um, subscribe, rate, and review. Go over to iTunes. Give us a review. We've kind of slowed down on our reviews lately. Yeah. Yeah. We could use a couple of those. That's nah, okay. Bump us back You up. guys don't need to do things that you don't want to do, all right? We're let not it, here to tell let you. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you hate. I'm not your dad. Either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> tell all of your friends. Unless they're going to be offended, then don't tell them. You actually shouldn't be friends with them. You can tell them anyway, actually. And if you think it'd be funny for them to get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Disney is our business. (laughs) How do you decide how you're going to do that voice? I don't. I think it just comes up. It just comes out of you. It just speaks to you in a certain way. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya.